Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Get in the Mode conversation with Brandon Brown, CIO at Laredo Petroleum. This is part two of our chat. If you missed part one, we talked with Brandon about the role of AI and RPA in oil and gas. In part two, we talk about leadership challenges and tech adoption. Welcome back, Brandon. Hello. Good to see you, David. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your team, right? Uh, how are you fostering some of that culture, that innovation culture within your team, uh, so that you can bring out the best solutions and be best technology uh, for Laredo? Yeah, and uh, that's a really a critical piece to the success, I believe. It, you know, the technology thing um, is is relatively easy, I think, until the people side of things. So I've tried to build a team and put a, assemble a team together that really helps foster that and move that kind of change, that culture change through the organizations. Um, part of our vision statement for IT is to be a change instrument for the organization. Uh, we try to lead by example where we can. Uh, one of the things the CEO, the CEO asks us quite often is, is how do we know if we're winning or losing? Uh, so we put together an IT dashboard with some of our KPIs on that, some of our important metrics. We have that hanging up in our lobby. Every day when we walk into our floor, we see that. You know, so that's an example of you know, how are we measuring ourselves uh, but, you know, a lot of it was just bringing in the right people with the right attitude. You know, they've got to be okay with doing things differently than we've done in the past. You know, one of the things I hate to hear is, well, that's because we've always done it that way. You know, that's, <laughs> the, that's the worst answer to that, to a why question um, ever. Um, you know, so you've got to get the, you got to get people that are in, that are comfortable asking questions, comfortable that are people, uh, people that are comfortable challenging the status quo. But at the same time, they can do that while establishing trust with our customers uh, do it in a very professional way where they understand we are here to help them move the company forward. Yeah, you know, that's a great point that you made on IT, you know, digital being a change agent, right? A lot of times engineers, software engineers and architects tend to codify existing bad processes and they just blow up, you know, getting even worse, right? Uh, right. Because now it's codified uh, with digital. So you are almost like challenging, like, why are we doing it this way? Almost like falling in love with the problem rather than coming at it with a solution like, okay, let's digitalize everything. Um, yeah, that, that's that's a great comment and sort of like a great attitude. What, what let's talk about attitude, right? Like, what, you know, you mentioned briefly that, you know, you, you look for certain things uh, when you bring in your team. Well, you know, tell us a little bit about what are you looking for culturally? What's the fit? Uh, you know, what should someone in your industry look for? Yeah, um, it's it's been it's been interesting and challenging at the same time because I really do feel like the industry should be bringing bringing new talent and new ideas into into the industry. So a lot of times when I'm looking for a particular position, I may not necessarily want oil and gas experience. Uh, the you know from a digital standpoint, oil and gas is behind the curve. So why not bring people in from other industries that have already progressed through this curve? And let's learn from some of the things they've done in the past. Let's learn from their mistakes. Let's use those mistakes to accelerate what we're trying to do. So, so really try to bring a lot of diversity into the team. Uh, there's diversity of thoughts really kind of what I'm after. And, you know, have they worked in other industries? Have they done things differently in the past? Um, do they have an open mind to doing things differently? Um, even in their own technical suite, are they, are they interested in learning and learning new things? Here at Laredo, you know, we, we have a relatively small IT department. So, um, you get to wear a lot of hats, and I found that either people really enjoy that or they really hate that. A lot of people want to be very specialized in the industry and be very deep in some certain technology. 
Well, here it's it's a little bit of, you got to have some depth, but you got to be pretty wide too, right? So um, that, that's attractive to a lot of people and not so. That, that, that's great. Uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about the interaction with your stakeholders, right? Um, one of the things, so you're talking, you talked about your internal IT digital team. Now, how, what's the collaboration, the exchange that they're having with the stakeholders and the business teams out there, right? Um, one of the biggest challenges that CIOs face is tech adoption. Now, how, what are some strategies that you are implementing around adoption, especially oil, people are, you know, you can argue that people resist technology more on the digital side, right? What are some strategies you're putting in place um, around that area in terms of adoption? Yeah, ha I'm happy to share some. This is our largest area of, this is our largest challenge, right? It, it, it always has, it always is. I always underestimate the, the challenge um, of, of trying to get people to, to look at things a little bit differently, right? And we don't, we don't have all the answers, but we've got some ideas that have worked. Um, and to me, the most important thing is you've got to get trust established uh, with those folks. I mean, they're not going to do anything uh, with you um, without resistance unless there's some level of trust there, right? So we, we work hard at the beginning to get that trust established. Uh, it's been extremely challenging in 2020 to be able to establish that trust when we couldn't travel, right? So, so we operate in the Permian Basin, which is in the panhandle of Texas or West Texas. And uh, we're, you know, me, me myself and, and, and the team, IT teams located here in, in Tulsa. So we've had to build that trust and those relationships, you know, via virtual mechanisms of either Teams or Zoom. And, and that's, that's presented a real challenge for us. It is much easier to, to, to build a relationship and establish trust when you can get out there and shake a hand and spend some time with folks. But um, establishing that trust is really kind of a, the major prerequisite or foundation you've got to have in place in order to, to get them to start to trust you that, hey, maybe you can actually um, help them with their day job. And, and how I like to do that and what's worked really well mm -hmm. for us is we sit down with them, hey, what, 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 what do you hate to do the most? Like, what, what do you dislike about your job the most? Uh, what's the most challenging thing you do, right? And let, let's, let's start with, you know, some kind of easy win that gets them, you know, in, in touch with the technology where they start to see what it can do and open their eyes a little bit. It's actually one of my favorite things is when you have someone that's kind of doubting what you can do, which is a, it's a perfectly natural instinct to, you know, be, have a little skepticism with what it is we're trying to do. But when that light bulb clicks and they see the value in it and they start to understand, that's one of the most exciting things because what's great about that is once they understand our capabilities, they then come up with the really great ideas. It's not us that have the great ideas. We've got some good ideas to get them started, but it's really once they understand the capabilities of the technology, you know, the, the flywheel really starts to get spinning pretty fast from, you know, how we can actually help them. You know, we have some rapid fire questions. What are, uh, what's been on your uh, pod, uh, you know, iPhone or uh, phone? What sort of music have you been listening to in the last seven days? <laughs> last seven days, you know, I, uh, Listen to a lot of different things. Country music, I'm from Oklahoma, right? So country music is probably uh, up there on the top of the list uh, of quite a bit. I like jazz name, as well. Name, name a few artists. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, I got to like Garth Brooks, right? He's from Oklahoma. I got to like him, right? Um, Good. All those guys. Um, and then I listen to jazz a little bit too. It's so like uh, if we're cooking dinner in the evening or something like that, I, I enjoy having some jazz on. That's great. Now, um, some inspirational books you've read uh, within the last six months. 
Uh, yes. Let's see. I'm gonna look over here at my list. Books that um, have inspired you. You've changed your th way of thinking. Uh, yeah, I like uh, Collective Genius is a really good one. Have you ever okay. read that? The Art and Practice of Leading Innovation. That's okay. a fantastic book. That's a great one. Um, I'm reading now. I'm reading one now. I'm just wrapping it up. Uh, a Wolf in CIO's Clothing. That's okay. another fantastic one. That's really focused on how the relationship with the CIO and the other C-suite executives is changing and what that role needs to look like going forward and some strategies on how to be effective in that with that new role. That sounds like a great book for some of our tech leaders who are listening to this podcast. So I should I haven't heard of it, uh, so I got to check it out. Um, and then one, you know, one more question. You talked about cooking. What do you like cooking? Yeah, here recently we we bought a, a pizza oven. So we've been playing around with that. We kind of bought it uh, last year through COVID. Uh, it's kind of a family event, right? So the wife kind of makes the dough. The son and I will uh, dress the pizza and then cook it out in the pizza oven. So that's been kind of fun. You can cook a pizza in about a minute if you got the oven going, just try it. So that's been kind of our, our latest thing. Uh, also enjoy just anything cooking outside, any kind of steak on, on the grill, whatever is is is, is always always an enjoyment. That's a, you're a patient man to kind of start from dough to pizza. And <laughs> so well, we have, we, we have learned that it, uh, it's easier to buy the dough. So a lot of your local pizza places will sell you their dough. And we've, we've converted over to that, which is, which is much easier and a little bit more kitchen friendly as well. Not so bad. Well, Brandon, it's been a pleasure chatting with you on this podcast. Thank you for coming back. You betcha. Thank you very much. I enjoyed it. Uh, my question uh, to you, Brandon, you know, what is your advice to other CIOs uh, who may have, I mean, uh, digital adoption is a huge challenge, right? Um, in industries such as oil and gas, especially laggards. What, what would be your advice on the digital ad adoption challenges to other CIOs? Yeah, you know, what's interesting about that is, is oil and gas historically has been extremely innovative. Right. That they have found all sorts of new ways over the past several decades to you know, to release hyper, uh, trapped hydrocarbons. Right. So um, innovative being innovative is not new to the oil and gas industry at all. I mean, we're 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 founded on that. But what mm -hmm. is different and what is challenging is the digital aspect. Digital of it, side of things. Right. Yes. right. That, you know, they, the industry does lag in a lot of that. And that can actually be, in my opinion, can be used to our advantage, right? A lot of the other industries have already figured some of this stuff out. We don't have to go figure it out for ourselves. We can leverage what they've learned. And in a lot of aspects, data is data, right? And using the same technology everybody else uses, follow along in their practices and, and learn, from, learn from their mistakes should allow us to accelerate and catch up. Um, but it's gotta be, you, you've gotta start off with initiatives that deliver value quickly would be my advice. Start off with low-hanging fruit. There's there's so much to be gathered out there from a digital standpoint. If it's longer than a six-month return, I mean, if you're trying to gain support on something that's going to take you 12 or 18 months, you're focused on something too big, go find something smaller, go find something that you can deliver a return on in six to 12 months and prove out to your leadership team that you can deliver value. You can, and quite honestly, I think the word value is extremely overused. Show that you can positively impact revenue. Show that you can positively decrease risk, uh, and and do those things in a relatively short time. You're going to have to go in some cases beg for an investment, uh, but you've got to quickly turn around and show that that effort you put in to, to get that investment, and then that their 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 investment in technology pays off in a relatively short time frame. Mm -hmm.